I'm Jeremy Greer. And I am Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where uh, we are just kind of taking a tour of the Marvel Universe. You're in the middle of our first editions. How you doing, Gary? Uh, doing all right. It's, uh, it's Ladies Month. It's Ladies uh, Month. <laughs> we missed Women's cast. History Month. Um, but it is, it is Ladies Month. Yes. Uh, and we are um, talking about the women of the X-Men. So we... We're, we've kind of been just randomly picking people um, to see their first issues. Um, and this batch, we're going to be doing um, X-23, Rogue, Mystique, and Emma Frost. Uh, and, and Kitty Pride. And Kitty Pride just happened to be. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't plan on that, um, but it worked. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're doing a, a little goofy thing. So we, uh, we, we're covering those things. And then we wanted to talk about the first appearance of Emma Frost and Kitty Pride. And uh, X-Men historians like ourselves will know that that is the beginning of the Phoenix saga. So we're going to, we're going to transition and talk about the Phoenix saga. Yeah. Then we'll might go back to first appearances after that, but yeah. Phoenix saga is real good and it's been a minute since I've read it and it's obviously an important story. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, um, and the stuff like I was, I don't know why I was shocked that this uncanny um, issue that introduces Emma and uh, Kitty Pride was good. Like it's the best X-Men stuff. Like people, people talk yeah. about it like because it's so good. <laughs> it's classic. It's, yeah. it's also, it's real funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, 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 it, you know, the line. I also think the, uh, the Avengers annual that we're doing is pretty good. Yeah. I thought so too. Like this is a a pretty good batch. Uh, this first issue we're talking about NYX is really of its time. Uh, and Miss Marvel, uh, is a little bit goofy. Uh, Which is fine for 1978. Um, 100%. uh, But let's focus on the first appearance of X-23 in a comic that I've always called Nyx, that you just called NYX, and now I am feeling confused. (laughs) It is uh, is called NYX. Okay. Uh, It is uh, about a bunch of young mutants in New York. This was a weird mid-2000s thing done by the editor-in-chief of Marvel, Joe Quesada, uh, did this limited series with uh, Jade Middleton really striking art and this was famous at the time for coming out really uh late it was like the first issue came out and then the second issue was delayed and the third issue was delayed even more and the fourth issue and this whole series ended up taking like it's a six issue series that ended up taking a few years to come out wow it's like that um wolverine versus uh hulk series that just went away just disappeared for like a year (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. uh it was it was huge in the mid-2000s this was a huge problem uh these these kind of delays uh and the idea here was it's kind of a bummer because the idea was they were trying to like hey let's introduce some new mutants uh and let's do them through these this kind of mature label that we have like let's do this as kind of an adult more edgy thing you know the idea being all these characters would eventually become part of it uh but really only x23 uh kind of survived I am um, real different than she ends up. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I read, I read the first two issues of this today. Cause um, I had read this, like I remember picking this up when it was coming out thinking like, Oh, this is going to be cool. Um, and I, and I was curious what, what, what a revisit would be. And, uh, oof, <laughs> Carrie, this is, this feels very corny now. Like this definitely feels like old white guy trying to write teenagers. Um, and it's, it's, it's not super great. <laughs> Like, it's, it's pretty dated. I, I've never liked Joe Casada's writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, like I, I am indebted to that guy because he's responsible for one of my favorite eras of Marvel. Like he's the guy who is like, let's shake it up and get Grant Morrison in and Pete Milligan in, and like, let's be weird in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Great, love it. Uh, 
his writing is is real. It's not as bad as it could be. Like usually when an editor comes down and writes, uh, it's real groany. And mm-hmm. there are some Bill Jameis comics that are absolutely blood chilling. Uh, just absolutely horrible comics that came around here. The other uh, or Bill Hamus, the uh, other editor guy in charge of Marvel. Uh, this is just uh, edge lordy and dated. Yes. Um, um, it is. It is very much that. Um, it's also a lot of like um, slang speak that doesn't sure work at all. <laughs> like <laughs> I just, a recurring nightmare where somebody puts a gun to my head and says, "Gary, write a pimp." Yeah, dude. Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> I don't want to fucking write a pimp. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like there's a certain like I feel like there's a there's a thing that writers do. Maybe or maybe this is a comic book thing, but I kind of feel like I'd see this in TV too, where like they're just real excited to write pimps. <laughs> like they get real. They want to just real like this is my time to shine. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna call time. him Zebra Daddy. <laughs> like what? <Yeah. laughs> it's a it's a kind of thing. Like I so I know uh, pimps still exist. Like they're horrible. The time I did jury duty, uh, it was a it was a pimp. Okay. Uh, was the the guy who we were trying to get you know who who certainly did the crimes, uh, mm-hmm. but still ended up walking free. Um, the uh, but they don't act like they do in movies. This has a real um. This is what I've seen from movies. Yes, like movie yes. pimps. Absolutely. Um, and it, it it's in two thousand three was when this came out. So it's it's not like it's modern, but it's old enough to know better. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. 100% yeah. agreed. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it just, uh, it just, the whole thing just feels, uh, I mean, dated is probably the best word for it. Like, it feels like it would have felt dated in 2003, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like this dude pretty... is, is trying to channel, uh, like David Simon, right? Like, he watched the one episode of The Wire, was like, I can, I can do this. I can capture the streets. It's real gritty. The, the, at the time this came out, people really liked it. Uh, I remember this getting lots of buzz. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of that is probably the art. How yeah. did uh, how did Jade Milton land for you? This 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 was a real big name back in the day who I haven't heard about for quite a while. Yeah, I, th- I think the art is good. It's um, they're definitely going for um, like they they want to make everybody kind of sexy and sultry. It seems like um, or at least like the main characters, like these teen girls. And um, I don't know, like you get I, we've talked a lot about being horny on this podcast and how you and I don't, don't necessarily need to be horny while anything else is happening. Like we kind of just zone in yeah. on our, we have horniness zones that we go into and I don't mind like horniness is for sex. Horniness is for sex. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's not for podcasting. It's not for podcast. Stay off the internet. If yeah. you're horny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and obviously there's room for, you know, sexual stuff and, and all of that stuff. Like you guys know all of the caveats that I'm probably trying to come up with. Um, but I don't know, like something about, Again, it always comes down to me, like with how young the women are that they're displaying like this, and how even if a seventeen-year-old girl was dressed in provocative clothing, uh, I find that less creepy than people drawing seventeen-year-old girls (laughs) dressed in provocative clothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I there's there's an author, there's an authorial intent, yeah, to it. Like if a seventeen-year-old is dressed very provocatively, is walking down the street. Uh, I'm not saying this is a brag or anything. Uh, my ding dong does not turn on. Mm-hmm. My my brain says that's you know that's too young, and it interrupts the flow. Yeah, you know, uh, somebody draws a teenager prostitute real sexy. They're making a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's a, there's an adult dude, and it's so hard to not just feel like some like he's they're perving out on it. 
Uh, and it's always rubbed me really the wrong way. Like, I think it's why people yell at me and say I'm sex negative and stuff, but it's really like generally youth stuff. I just get creeped out yeah. by sexualizing youths or really young presenting people. It grosses me out. That's, um, mm-hmm. that's, and that's kind of like Call the vibe that, um, on some of the drawing. Like, even if it's not specifically that, it just definitely kind of feels like that from time to time. Um, and let, let, I guess let's get into the comic because the comic will will, will reveal a lot about this. Uh, this is issue number three. Uh, we've spent two issues tracing um, Kadane, who is the main character. I think that's how you start. Or Kanade. Um, Kanade. Kanade. Yeah. Kaiden. Jesus Christ. Oh, we were Kaiden. both wrong. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I wasn't looking at it at the time. I was. Yeah. I just knew one of those was a name and wasn't. Um, <laughs> Kadane, Kanade. I mean, everything, anything could be a name in X Men, Gary. That's the that's the it, that, that's true. Their mutant power is hard to pronounce. Um, so she lost her father at a very young age, which hasn't really developed into anything um, more than she's kind of just adrift in high school. Like she's doing drugs, she's staying out all night, not being a responsible teenager. Um, and she has developed the power um to stop time basically and we she doesn't know anything about it so we don't really know anything about it she's kind of coming to terms with all of this stuff for the first time uh this happens when she gets in an altercation with hector um the local bully who is brings a gun to school and tries to shoot her uh ends up shooting the teacher because she stops time and steps out of the path of the of the bullet uh which triggers her leaving she disappears for six months um so that sets us up and that's going to be the plot of part three the uh the way that she start, stops time, like I read this when it came out, mm-hmm. the way she stops time is real cool because relativity still exists. Like she stops time, but if she touches something, she like hits it with really immense force, mm-hmm. uh, which is the way that stopping time would really work. Like if you're moving, your relative speed is infinite yeah. to something that's stopped. You know, so she breaks this guy's arm. I always thought that was cool. That's the end of the first issue. It's a cool hook. Yeah. Um, and then I want to just real quick for people who don't read any of these comics and, and like, honestly, you don't have, don't, don't read NYX in 2022. Um, but the, uh, this art, the Jade Middleton stuff, uh, I am always really attracted to art that doesn't uh, do gradients. Yeah. Like flat colors uh, that it, it's kind of, it's very similar to the Mike Allred stuff in that respect only, even though it's entirely different in style. Mm-hmm. But they both have this like flat uh, coloration. He uses a lot softer colors uh, in this, but that kind of um, flat texture stuff always looks awesome to me yeah. it's like my favorite thing uh you know this guy there's a guy uh named um died uh something like fish i can't remember his name right now okay. i think his last name is fish actually but there's another artist who's like that michael red that's that stuff i love it it's a uh, it's some of my favorite so i wish he was drawing cooler stuff i wish he was drawing superheroes and stuff instead of like naked teens yeah, um, um, which is what we're going to start out with, with uh, X-23 yeah. um, just kind of staring out the window uh, listlessly, uh, which is kind of her whole vibe in this comic book, uh, while um, she's she's at the tail end a of, a, of a John. Yeah, of a job. Yeah. Um, so she, she just got through, you know, servicing this dude who is congratulating her and saying that, you know, she has those special skills um, and we see that his back is all scratched up. So he must, he likes the pain, Gary. And that's our, that's our mature yeah. content. Um, well, and he says, uh, you're the best at what you do. Yeah. You know, so, so obviously a callback to Wolverine that was in the marketing of all this and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of enjoying your back being clawed with literal adamantium is real fucked up. 
Like, Dude, it takes all kinds. It's a little hellos, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is disappointing, those Cenobites. Like, you know, we have immense pleasures for you, and the pleasure is always getting a fish hook through your dick. I'm like, can ah. you imagine, can you imagine the Cenobites, like, in the real world, just like, I summon them and they're like, oh, you, uh, just, just normal sex, huh? You don't have a, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing, there's not a. Oh, and then you want to be held? Okay. This can be arranged. And, and you want to, you, you would like to. I don't really. I'm not familiar with cuddle. Hey, ra- hey, razor wire. What's cuddle? Do you know what a cuddle yeah. is? <laughs> like, I don't know any of the Cinnabites. Oh, names. we will give you ultimate pleasure. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'd like to take a nap and then I'm going to play video games and not worry about stuff and then get takeout. <laughs> it can be a rage. It should be a rage. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, there's some claw action going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut over to our main plot with uh, Kaiden. 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 I do. Yes. Kaiden. Uh, Kaiden's there uh, with her teacher. She had just, uh, her dream dad corpse told her to go to where her teacher is. Uh, she has dreams, like premonition dreams. Mm-hmm. And her teacher was in a bathtub uh, full of her own blood. Yeah. Um, so suicide coded. Is there more to it? I haven't right. Re- I didn't reread the first two issues. I, I mean, guess. that's, that, that's really I about just, it. Like the teacher is the one that got yeah. shot. Um, and it's been six months. Um, and the teacher's life has just gone to hell because she got shot by a student. Like her husband left her. She hasn't gone back to work. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. Like, and that's, you can see like they're holding the picture of like about that. The, the ripped out, like, uh, you know, wedding picture or whatever. And I'm just like, ah, uh, why did when he the, leave her? Like, why did we not? When know I this? married you, you promised you wouldn't get shot by a student. <laughs> it's the ultimate <laughs> form of cheating. You're cheating on me with a bullet. <clears throat> it's a. Uh, it was that very. Is, it was such an abrupt turn to six months later, too. Like it was a one-page turn, and it's like you know, it's been six months, t- teacher, and she's like, I don't want to go back. I can't go back. <laughs> what? Uh, what, a, what a dick. Um. Incredible. So yeah, Kaiden jumps she's out. She's not like disabled or anything. It's not like she's like paralyzed. No, not at all. I mean, or like, whatever. Would you, they show her with a, a cane because she got like shot in the stomach. So like obviously some mobility issues, but yeah, not, I don't know, man. Like the, the husband just left her. It's fucking hilarious. She, she spends like 70% of this issue having breakfast later. Yeah. I don't, it's <laughs> <laughs> very funny. I forgot about that. Uh, Kaiden is getting questioned by the police as they're taking away her teacher. Um, uh, we we do. She doesn't really have any good answers as to why she's here, but she does ask to ride to the hospital and the ambulance with her. She wants to stick around. Um, and then we jump back over to for her page to X twenty three, who is walking home um, in the rain when her pimp uh, picks her up. Um, and the pimp Their is lizard like pimp. Yeah, I, this is Albaneric. It, it's like somebody watched that pimp documentary um, that. <laughs> <laughs> and this was like, okay, I can make a comic book. I am, I am fully yeah. educated as, as, as to this material that I'm writing. Um, zebra upholstery. Zebra upholstery. He does call himself Zebra Daddy, Gary. That's the, the takeaway for X23 for me. He's just imagine a dude daddy. who's just gotta, really into zebras. Like, you gotta hand it to Zebra Daddy, whether you like it or not, you know? Um, We jump back over to Kadane, or excuse me. Oh, fuck. Now I've gotten all fucked up in my head. <laughs> Kadane? <laughs> Kaiden, Jesus Christ, what is wrong with us today? Yeah. We've infected one another. Uh, they're at the hospital, and the teacher wakes up finally, um, and is you know kind of out of it. Um, but there's not like a lot to that. The teacher just wakes up, and it's like, oh hey, and then we jump back to X twenty three for a little while. Yeah, Th- this is uh, the early two thousands. Comics need to be very slow. There mm-hmm. was a a movement called decompression, and uh, we talked about that before. This is two pages of her just waiting in a waiting room. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, silent pages that we don't really get, you know, we know that everyone's upset, but we could have guessed that. Uh, this, this doesn't do a whole lot. This is kind of what comics did at the time. And it's going to be real kind of whiplashy as we read the other comics <laughs> that they were doing in this session, which are all from eras in which density was really, you know, uh, valued. Yeah, that, that Avengers annual is 40 pages and there is probably a book's worth of text in it. <laughs> like it is nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's all comes in and they preview everything in the cover. I love the comic, the cover to that comic. Yeah, yeah uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll about that. There. Uh, we go over to the Pimp Club yes. in the Flatiron District uh, with Zebra Daddy, and Zebra Daddy uh, is talking about uh, talking to X twenty three about how she keeps uh, the weirdos happy mm-hmm. and makes him happy because uh, he and he says a bunch of pimp stuff. Yes, you know? and and he snorts a lot. That's important. So yeah, he snorts, snorts a whole lot of coke. Uh, there are naked women everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's real pimpy. It's mature, Gary. Uh, Mature it, it is mature content. It is mature content. We should have content. warned people who are listening. It's extremely adult. <laughs> it's very adult content. And a fully Zebra Daddy's going to talk about getting club. a home loan. Uh, it's yes. Very, very adult. Zebra Daddy schedules an appointment with, his, with H&R Block. It's tax season. We got to get this yeah. done. Um, he gets a phone call, um, and it's from a dude who wants to use his services. Um, so he tells Jade, a, a, another woman in his employ, um, that she's got to go work for this dude. And when she protests and says, that's the dude that put me in the hospital, um, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then he beats her ass. Um, yeah. Because, hey, mature content, Gary. This is, this is adult mature stuff content. that we're dealing with here. Um, Pimp content. He also finds out that X-23 has been cutting herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's very upsetting. Like, hey, you can't work if you have these cuts. You're my property. Like, just a lot of things that uh, Joe Casada heard pimps say in movies and TV. Yep. You know? Um, we jump over to uh I'm gonna get it right Soup this fast. time. I'm gonna get it I'm gonna get it right this time. Uh the teacher and her student. You? <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, buddy? Uh I'm I, if, when I say okay? it in, when, when I say it with my head, like my, my, my brain is like, that's wrong. You gotta reverse it. And I'm like, no, 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 I think that that you think you're wrong, brain. Mouth is right, <laughs> brain wrong. <laughs> but the brain control mouth, so I don't get anything out of it at all. It's very confusing. It's a confusing brain time. Brain do control mouth though. It do be like that. It, do, it does be like that in this bitch of a world. Uh <laughs> um Kadane. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> so glad we only do in one of Kaiden. 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 Jesus. Kaiden. Kaiden. There's no Kaiden. A in the word, Jeremy. What am I doing? I just want to put so many A's in it. <laughs> Kaiden are the mercenary guys from uh, Elden Ring. Yeah. With, they are on horseback. I love them. Kaiden. Um, Think riding with Kaiden. Or like Joe Kaiden. Biden and Kaiden. A winning combination. Finally, NYX and uh, the nonagenarian president together yeah there you go that's how to remind uh they're at breakfast and um so obviously some time has passed because uh they you know they're just eating a normal breakfast um or i guess soup this is i guess actually having soup i thought it was breakfast because it's a bowl but it's a it's a soup yeah um time and the teacher wants to talk about like hey you've been gone for six months uh we, we need we should talk about all this stuff and you found me you know suiciding basically so i didn't get to and and she doesn't want to hear about any of this stuff she's like yeah i'm i'm actually here to tell you that i'm a mutant and 
the teacher just laughs in her face about it. Um, which this teacher is awful. Teacher, like, I, I was on her side when she got left, but now I think maybe the husband had a point. Yeah, I mean, if she's just laughing, like like you live in a world with mutants. Like, why would you laugh at yeah. this when a teenager would come to you and be like, "Oh, I'm developing mutant powers." Like, I feel like in the in, in the six one six universe, like teachers get special training on how to deal with mutant powers, right? Like. In the real world, we yeah. just put cops in, in classrooms, but in the six one six world, they put like they put Cyclops in yeah, classrooms. There's a, there's a sentinel there, <laughs> yeah, something like that. He was she she would know. Uh, this is ridiculous, and she keeps insisting. Like this scene makes no sense. This is bad writing. Uh, you know, she's like, "Oh, you're just making up a story," and she's like, "No, you got shot because of me." And she's like, "Don't you ever joke about that." And I'm like, this, she doesn't seem like she's a laugh a minute. Yeah. You know? Why? Like, what a what a fun joke to show up when you've killed yourself, ride back with you from the hospital, live with you for a few days, and then give you this gut buster. Yeah, like, you know? like, how could this even be a joke? Really? Got? I mean, like, what does she think? That, why does she think that the kid is lying? Like, why wouldn't you just take this on face value? Um, the the big thing that happens is that um, fuck, I forgot it again. What is? <laughs> Kaiden. The big thing is that Kaiden is trying to tell her, like, hey, the reason you got shot and that your that your husband left you is because it's my fault. Um and the teacher doesn't believe it at all. (laughs) Yeah. And you can like what they're going for is like, oh, you're just being hard on yourself because you're a teen. You know, not everything's your fault and stuff, but they just it they don't sell it. What is the Uh, what is the blocking here, by the way? Like is does the teacher get so upset? that Kaiden is telling her these things that she goes to her room and slam the door or is she, <laughs> or is she kicking the child out? Like, I'm not sure. Like, cause then she just opens yeah, the a, door and like, I guess she points it at, at a phone point. and so maybe she's just going into her yeah. bedroom cause she's real mad. Yeah. She, the child she's so mad that she goes to the bedroom of her own house. When is the last time you got um, so mad you had to leave the room? Oh man. That's yeah. That's very rare. I, I get mad enough. That I had to leave the computer. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm in my office and I'm like, Oh God, fuck and then just like we'll go be in a different room mm-hmm. you know it's been a but while since a i've been i've been that angry at a person um yeah uh the teacher yeah, threatens to grow up yeah Not a big deal the teacher threatens to call uh child services if uh kaiden doesn't uh, <laughs> i don't know i mean i was gonna laugh every time yeah, i say it right one, yeah dude. um unless kaiden goes to like talk to her mom because you know hey she's been missing for six months and she's a teenager yeah. Uh, so, you know, that part's fair. Like your mom's probably worried about you. Uh, we cut over to X-23. It's just her being out of it until the John comes back and the John says, hey, I got I want to change things a little bit tonight. You know, mine, do you, baby? And pulls out a knife. Uh, mm-hmm. The idea is that he wants to cut uh, X-23 is my guess. Or just like, hey, use this knife instead of your hand knives. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, but use the special yeah. knife. But I think it's I think it's threatening. I think he wants to cut on her. Um is the yeah. is the goal. Um meanwhile, Kaiden is having a dream again. Her dead her her corpse dad is telling her to go to the hotel room that X twenty three is in. So she wakes up, writes she, the uh, she cut her hair. Here. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah, there, there's like a the, there's the a, opening frame is, is some scissors with some hair around it, but she doesn't seem to have a different haircut. And I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I didn't understand it either. <laughs> I didn't know what was going yeah. on. So um, I like that this woman, this this teenager who just woke up from a bad dream about her dead dad, like goes through every single piece of paper on this. <laughs> like what is on this <laughs> coffee table? There's just millions looks- of things. I don't have this much stuff on my coffee table. It's very yeah. weird to me. Um, 
How long have you, has it been since you've been to like a fast casual restaurant? Like a Ruby Tuesdays or a TGI Fridays or something? Uh, not br- probably not long. Like I like going to uh, taking customers to lunch and stuff. I well, that's that's usually where we do yeah. something like that. So I, those are that's probably an often like not those specific two. Like there's like local chains that we go to. Like Walk Ons is kind of like a sports bar, kind of in the same vibe. Um, so like in the last few months, gotcha. The uh, the way that this uh, desk it reminds me of uh, those menus, which is always one of my favorite things. Uh, is how there'll always be like a middle splash page where everything is exploding. Yeah. <laughs> like they'll just, they'll show their like new peach bellinis or whatever. And the, it's somebody threw two of them at each other, like two fastball pitchers. I'm really, two of these drinks and threw them at each other. I'm really surprised that they just didn't lean all the, like, I'm surprised Chili doesn't have a pop out menu at this point. Like that seems, and maybe they do. I haven't seen, I haven't been to a Chili's in a long time. The waiter time. just comes and jingles some keys. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, Actually, I ate Chili's at the airport when I was coming. I ate breakfast at a Chili's uh, in an airport oh. the last time, uh, just recently coming back from Chicago. And um, it was miserable. It was incredibly <laughs> miserable. I don't know why I did that to myself. It was bad, man. Um, so, yeah, she writes down uh, Hotel Brazil. Yeah, to zombie dad yeah. Yeah, tells her where to go. Um, the, the teacher wakes up, sees this handwritten note, and is like, I'm going to go to there. I have to chase the child. Yep. Uh, she goes there. Uh, it's the CD hotel, obviously where uh, X-23 is and gets in and comes in the room where the John is dead and full of blood. Teacher comes up right after her, uh, weirdly in her pajamas. Yeah. It doesn't change. Clothes. Um, like her robe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there. And they both, uh, come upon X-23 who's in the bed, uh, has her two claws out, uh, is really scantily clad, you know, bra strap on the shoulder. Uh, Titty's hanging out and she finally says her first word. She says, hi. Yeah. Uh, the implication, she killed the John and then got caught. I mean, it's not implied. He's dead on the floor. On the page yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. She killed the John and she got caught basically. Yeah. Um, at this point. and yeah, she's got the two claws like Wolverine has three. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, this is, I, I always forget when, cause they've done so much with X 23's character that, that she started off like this. As like a Joss Whedon damaged girl, mm-hmm. you know, a former prostitute and stuff. Like she talks about in modern appearances, she talks about being experimented on and being used and stuff like that. But she's always referring to like the science yeah. stuff. The same thing Wolverine is. She's not referring to being a prostitute, like a sex worker. In this. It's a, it's, so it's, it's a really like, I, weird. I would imagine uh, like when that, Logan movie came out that people had a lot of interest in X23 after that because that was such a, a really like great portrayal of the character. Um and like can you imagine like oh I'm going to go read this series. Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is not what oh, I was geez. looking for. This was the bad content. And there's nothing it, like It sucks. It's it, it's sad. Imagine being like a little girl yeah. like seeing Logan and being like that's fucking badass. Imagine you being know, an 11-year-old seeing an R-rated movie full of blood. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, or, just, or you're like a teenager. No, no I knew what you meant. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but she she's like, oh, that's awesome. Like this character's real badass because because she Laura comes off great in mm-hmm. that movie, you know. Uh, and then getting this, and it's like she's just a a silent sex waif, you know, who cuts herself, and it's just so full of these gross cliches. Um, yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, P- pretty crappy. Um, uh, and like, there's there's a reason 
for her to be scantily clad and the fishnet stockings and everything in this, right? Like the, the story, you know, there's a justification for her doing this. It still feels just a little like we're enjoying coloring this. <laughs> like you were enjoying yeah. this. It's a little bit too much. And I, I can't get like throughout the, the first two issues were bad about this as well. Um, but this one specifically with the, with the strip club and with X23, you just, you just, I don't know, man. Like I just, she's arching her fucking back. Yeah. Like she, <laughs> yeah. she's, she's, she's not like, she doesn't look traumatized. Yeah. It's like this real gross combination of like danger fuck that certain old men get into, mm-hmm. you know, where something is kind of bloody and violent, but then it's also real sexy. And that combination has never done too much for me. And it's not like I can't, I understand uh, BDSM. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. understand and appreciate to a degree. Uh, but this kind of like extreme, what if a bunch of blood, but also, a uh, you know, a traumatized person who's sad, who's also really naked and is also a kid. Yeah. Uh, is just gross. I, I do not like it. Yeah. It's, um, it's not the best. Uh, I, I'm actually yeah. in, like, I feel like, I don't remember how long this series, you said it was six issues. Like, I feel like I'll probably think just it's six. finish this for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like I, I, want, I have to know what happens next to X23 when there's probably a zillion X23 comic books I could just go out and read. So it's a, it's, you know, it's hard to stop reading a, a storyline. Yeah. Right. Like I, I get it. Uh, yeah. Out of the things we cover this, uh, this week or recovering this, this session, this is my least favorite. Um, which is weird because this Miss Marvel, you know, it's, it's goofy and old timey and very dated. Yeah. This somehow feels, it's like dated in a bad way. Exactly. So. Yeah. How does it feel worse <laughs> than yeah. something from the 1970s? It's a, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's not even that it's, it's part of it is that it's a different kind and grosser kind of sexist. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, the Miss Marvel issue has women, women love to talk about their costumes and be vain. Oh yeah. Even when they're in, you know, even when they're scared of, uh, dying, uh, you know, it's also sexist. It's just like a, a less gross kind of sexist, you know, it's quaint, more quaint. Um, yeah. If, uh, if this is the last, uh, batch of episodes that's going to come out as individual episodes, uh, the people have spoken, we're, we're doing chunks. So if you're hearing this on the Patreon, you're getting the chunk. If uh, you're hearing this individually, uh, prepare for the chunk. Um, and that'll do it for this episode, Gary. So uh, yeah, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash TV is the place to do so. Uh, you can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you might find it. Um, just do that. Give us five stars. Make the robots like us because they the robots only deal in star currency. So we have to have five stars. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do all of that stuff. We'll you be back to spend. in a couple of days with uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah.